Hey, everyone. So I do love some great organization, which I know would make several people laugh if they knew me many years ago (laughs) with my borderline hoarding tendencies. But I do believe strongly that there is a point at which you can be over-organized and it actually does the exact opposite of what organizing should do. And it creates even more overwhelm. There is a fine line of when organization is good and when it starts to be very, very bad. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm going to give you some things to think about to help you make sure that you are doing the right amount of organizing and not over-organizing. So let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey, hey, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Okay, guys, this will hopefully be music (laughs) to some of your ears here today, but believe it or not, it is possible to be over-organized, okay? Now, I'm going to talk you through what that means and give you some tips and tricks to help you understand when you may be doing that and where it's actually going to start to hurt you instead of help you. Now, a little backstory on why we're having this conversation here today. I recently ran the One Notebook Challenge. Holy cow. (laughs) I am still getting feedback, comments, questions on the whole processing our notes and how is it possible to work out of One Notebook? And that really spurred a lot of conversations about what level of organization is appropriate. So I want to give you kind of a true story about myself that led to this one notebook. And then we're going to talk furthermore about this idea of over-organizing. So I'm sure many of you can relate to this. You go and you sign up for like a course or a training or a, a program or something like that. And it sends you the workbook. So what's the first thing that you do? If you were me, I noticed I said were, I'm going to look for any possible excuse to head out to like Staples or the container store, an office supply store. I'm going to go buy a new binder because of course I need another new binder. I'm going to get the special tabs. I'm going to like get the notebook printed nicely. I'm going to set up this whole new place for this program so that I can have my pens, my notebook, everything. Then a couple months later, I'm going to sign up for another one. I'm going to head back to the store. I'm going to get a different colored binder because that's going to help me keep it organized, right? Well, fast forward to (laughs) many years later, and what you're left with is the binder graveyard, right? You've got the bookshelf. It might look really pretty with your 15 different colored rainbow binders that are full of information that chances are you likely never went back and did anything with. Or all of a sudden one day you're like, oh, I remember that thing I learned in that training. And now you're looking at your binders. You're like, I have no idea where it is, right? This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about over-organization. 
So at the heart of it, the question that I'm always asking myself and others when they're trying to figure out, are they organized? Are they not? What level of organization is appropriate is very simple. And it is this, can you find what you are looking for with ease? That's it. Can you find what you are looking for with ease? And if the answer to that is, yeah, then chances are you've got a great organizational system. And remember, being organized only needs to work for you. It doesn't need to work for the rest of the world, right? Now, if on the flip side, if I say, can you find what you are looking for with ease? And your answer is, heck no, then that's a sign for you that there is an area for improvement with your organization by either organizing less, like the binders, or organizing more. Now, let's walk through a couple examples of what this can look like. So let's pull back to this idea of you know, what I consider over-organizing, where you have a binder for every single thing that you've ever learned, and you've got the shelf of 15 binders. And I say, hey, can you go grab that great idea from the training you took six months ago? And it takes you like 50 minutes because you're searching through binders, trying to find your notes and all of that. That would be what looks organized on the surface, but it isn't because you can't find what you're looking for with ease. So a simpler way could be to have one central, easily searchable repository for that information. So this is where you may choose to go digital, right? Where you could actually take your notes in different Google documents, and then you could search very easily and find what you're looking for. Or if you really want to hold on to that paper and you feel you need those, then maybe you need to create an indexing system of sorts that lets you know, okay, if I want to find this information, I go to this specific binder in this particular section. Think of it just like an appendix or an index in the back of a book, right? Even a recipe book. Oh, gee, I just got a bunch of fresh blueberries. What recipes do I have to find with blueberries? You don't pull out 20 cookbooks and go page through page looking. You pull them out and go straight to the index and search for blueberries. So this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about making sure that you can find things with ease. Now, on the flip side, there are some quick wins for organization that I know some people roll their eyes at when they see how I organize things. But the reason I do it that way is because I want to be able to answer the question, yes, I can find it with ease. One that we did a few years back, it was actually a project I hired my daughter to do, was related to our spice cabinet. It looked organized-ish because you could see them all lined up and it's like, there's nothing better to me than opening up a cabinet and you can see everything, but I still couldn't find what I was looking for with ease because we have a lot in there. So in that example, we did take it one step further. And yes, my spice rack is kept in alphabetical order so that If I am opening it up and I need to find the cumin, I can do it super quick because all my spices are in alphabetical order and then you can put them back and they have their location to be alphabeticalized. So this is an example of some things that are worth, in my opinion, the time to take that extra step for that extra boost of organization. So the next question people will often ask is, where do I start? How do I know what needs to be organized and what doesn't? 
So you can't do everything all at once, right? But what you can do throughout the course of your days and weeks is anytime you find yourself looking for something and you noticed it's taking you a while, pause and ask yourself, am I having a hard time finding this because I've actually over-organized it, meaning I've got those binders in every single one of those places. And now I can't find what I'm looking for because it's not easily accessible or is it under-organized? And I still have places like this in my life. Let's think of the old kitchen junk drawer, right? Is it something where you open it and you look at it and it's like so overwhelming? (laughs) You're just like, you just close it off. You're like, nope, not even going there. So it could be that you need to reorganize things because you either over-organize them or you haven't even started at all. So I do want to caution you as you are setting out to, you know, quote, organize something in your life because you're realizing that you can't find what you're looking for with ease. As much as you're dying to, believe me, I love to take a trip to an office supply or a container store or whatever and look for all the best organizational supplies I can find. That should actually be the last part of the process because what you need to understand first is start asking yourself the questions of what is it that I'm going to need to find and what makes sense for my brain in terms of how I would go and find it. So back to my spice rack example, my brain is one that works with alphabetical order is what's going to work really well for me. However, I have a good friend who is an exceptional cook and her spice rack is organized by types of seasoning. I wouldn't even begin to know how to do that because my brain doesn't work that way. But her spice rack is very, or her cabinet is extraordinarily organized. She can instantly get what she wants out of it. It would take me a very long time to find what I needed in there. But notice both are great options because they're customized for how you seek out information. So then I wanted to give you that example because I don't want you all running and alphabetizing your spice rack. If that's not how your brain would think to go get the information or the item that you're looking for. So I hope that you find this helpful. And my ultimate goal with talking you through this is to prevent you from getting sucked into spending a lot of money on bins, systems, racks, et cetera, to start over-organizing and putting things in when there may be a much simpler solution for you. My daughter's brain and mine don't work the same when it comes to organizing. The way she organizes things doesn't make sense to me, but it 100% makes sense to her. So she has a lot of kind of I mean, she's a kid. We've got all the craft supplies and the ribbons and the glue, you know, all the stuff. How she chooses to, the minute I finally stepped away from organizing it for her and let her organize it herself, it looks very different than how I would choose to do it. It looks even a little messy to me, but she can absolutely find what she is looking for because she has compartments for all of the different ways that her brain categorizes her stuff. So give yourself permission to do it in a way that works for you and 
constantly be asking yourself as you're doing it, does this allow me to easily find what I'm looking for? Or am I swinging the pendulum way too far and getting over-organized so that it will be very overwhelming and difficult for me to get what I'm looking for? Now, if you have found this valuable, I would love for you to come find me on Instagram, send me a message or tag me and let me know what is one area that maybe you have recognized is over-organized that is causing you to not be able to find what you're looking for and that maybe you're going to take a step back or on the flip side, what's an area that now you're seeing, okay, I'm thinking of a new creative way to approach organizing this, following that guideline of it's going to allow me to easily find what I'm looking for. All right, everyone, have a great week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Pink Bee app. It's one word, the Pink Bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.